This is Photo Biz X, episode number 422, and today we are continuing the conversation from last week where we were talking mini sessions with Philip Bloom of The Blooms. Today, our special guest is Stephanie Garno. She is a wedding and portrait photographer based in the US. She purchased and is utilizing The Blooms mini session strategy in her business, and she's sharing all the details today. That interview is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today is part two of a two-part series. I asked inside the members Facebook group, the PhotoBizX members Facebook group, if you would like to hear from a photographer who is actually utilizing the Bloom's approach to mini sessions. And the answer was a resounding yes, which is why I'm excited to bring this interview to you today. Before we get into that, one thing I didn't mention in last week's interview with Philip in addition to the fact that you can purchase his mini sessions course by going to photobizx.com forward slash minis, M-I-N-I-S. Now, if you follow that link, it'll take you to a webinar where you can learn more about his approach to mini sessions. And that includes lead generation, converting those leads into actual booked shoots, and then going on to offer fantastic sessions and creating great sales from those sessions. So you'll get a ton from the webinar, plus you'll get an invitation there to purchase the course at a reduced price. So that's at photobizx.com forward slash minis. Now, if you are a PhotoBizX premium member, if you are interested in purchasing that course from the Blooms, you will get a 25% rebate from me. Now, if you do purchase, you need to purchase via the link I mentioned, photobizx.com forward slash minis. Send me your receipt, send me your PayPal email address, and I'll send you back a 25% rebate on the total cost of the course. So that's for premium members only. Okay, with that little bit of housekeeping done, let's get into this interview with Stephanie. Let's hear how she's growing her business, how she's utilizing mini sessions in her business, and all the nitty gritty that goes along with that. Photo Biz Exposed. Interviews with photographers to help you build a better photography business. Oh, and just one more thing. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is you won't be hearing the full interview today with Stephanie because I am saving a large portion of the second half for premium members only. So if you're loving what Stephanie shares in the first half, if you would like to hear the full interview today with Stephanie, you can do that for as little as $1.00 with a 30-day trial membership, head over to photobizx.com forward slash try to learn more about that and sign up for that $1 trial membership. Plus, if you are interested in adding mini sessions to your business and you want to follow the Bloom's way of doing things, if you do become a premium member, you also get access to that 25% rebate on the Bloom's mini session course but you must be a premium member to qualify for that rebate and you must use that special link, photobizx.com forward slash minis. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. Today's guest, Stephanie Garno, was introduced to me by last week's guest, Philip Bloom of The Blooms. 
where we went into detail about mini sessions and how profitable they can be. Following that chat with Philip, I asked if he could recommend a photographer who was actually using his system to book and sell mini sessions for an interview. So he introduced me to Stephanie. She and I exchanged a couple of emails and I'm wrapped to have her with us now. And from what I can see online, Stephanie is the photographer and owner of Legacy Photography and is based in Mississippi, USA. She's the mum of five children. And in addition to her photography business, she's a labor and delivery nurse. She photographs weddings, families, newborn seniors, and mini sessions. Her website is beautifully laid out, easy to navigate, and filled with bright, colorful images, filled with happy, smiling faces. I'm looking forward to learning more about Stephanie and her business. So it's a pleasure to welcome her to the podcast. Stephanie, hi. Hi. Hi, Andrew. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So tell me a little bit about, well, first of all, I can't believe you have a a photography business with five kids and you're a registered (laughs) nurse. Why do you have a photography business? Well, that is such a good question. Photography was just central in my life growing up in the South. My grandfather was an optometrist and always had the latest and greatest camera. And that just passion really got passed on generationally. I mean, my aunts, my uncles, everybody is always documenting our family life. My mom has seven brothers and sisters. There is on average about 80 people at our Thanksgiving celebrations. My grandmother had over 100 grandchildren and great-grandchildren. So her home was flooded with pictures, printed pictures and artwork was very important to my family. And so I just remember as a child going back through albums when I would come home from college of my childhood. My mom for Mother's Day brought me my baby book and had pictures just from my entire life that she had saved. And just the memories that those images evoke is so important to me. And so I've been a hobbyist photographer, probably brought my first DSLR in 2012, learned quickly to shoot in manual. And I actually, interestingly, established my Facebook page for legacy photography in 2014, but did not take the plunge into a photography business until the spring of 2020. So I have been shooting for a while, but just it wasn't the right time and for numerous reasons. One is that I had five kids and, you know, needed to have them be a little bit older, but Yeah. So little did I know when I established my LLC that I was going to be staring a pandemic in the face. (laughs) Okay. So you didn't start the business because of the pandemic. It was just a coincidence that it happened at the same time. It was. It was amazing. We were actually in Branson, Missouri, which is a beautiful mountainous region in Missouri on vacation. And the foliage was gorgeous. And I decided to take my family out for a hike. Of course, I brought my camera and I just captured the most beautiful images of my daughter and sent them to two friends, one who was a photographer in Oxford at the time, and then another who is actually an attorney, but a hobbyist photographer that is very talented. And I just sent them both my images and they just responded, your work is beautiful and you really need to be doing this, you know, as a business and not just for yourself and for your family. And so it really gave me the courage to go ahead and take the plunge. Nice, nice. So what's the idea? What was the idea when you started the business? Is it for some extra pocket money? Is it to leave nursing? 
Is it to have your husband, if he works, to stop working? Like, What's the grand plan when you went into this? Interestingly, I think it's different now than it was then. When I started my business, I think it was just for extra money. You know, I do have five children. One's about to go to college. My husband has, you can read on my website, but just a story on my blog. He's got a lot of chronic illnesses. And so we just have a lot of expenses. So I think initially, yeah, it was probably for extra money at Christmas, extra money for birthdays, extra money just to do, you know, home renovation projects, that kind of thing. But one thing that I'm so thankful for, and the blooms are such an instrumental part of my story in this, is that I quickly realized that this could be very profitable. And I love people. I'm very extroverted. People give me energy. You know, I just love being around people. I love caring for people and serving people. And so I realized quickly that not only could this just be a side gig, that it could literally probably replace my husband's income within the next five years, if not sooner. And he's set to retire from the University of Mississippi after working there for 25 years, you know, within the next few years. And so my entire perspective of what was possible quickly changed once I started investing in education. Wow, that is so cool. So for the listener, and to be clear, you've only been in business for a little over a year. That's correct. (laughs) So I feel, so when you contacted me, I was very humbled, number one, just that this opportunity would present itself, but also just, you know, what do I have to say that would benefit anyone? But you know what? I mean, everybody starts somewhere. So absolutely. I was very, very excited. That's so good. So going into photography as a business, it sounds like you're going in like with your eyes wide open that this is a business. This isn't just to you know, make pretty photos. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that, again, you know, I initially did Philips Maximizing Minis webinar and it was just so eye opening because I did not understand, you know, and I, I know I shot you that email about what I wish I would have known before I started a photography business, but I did not understand that there were even different models. I didn't understand that there was, you know, an IPS model in person sales versus more of a shoot and burn digital model. And I just thought that I would set up my business like every other photographer in my town of Oxford, Mississippi small, quaint college town, one of the top places in the U.S. to retire, and that I would charge $100, $150, you get five to 10 images, and we would call it a day. And I would have to be shooting an exponential amount of sessions to make what I'm making. You know, I would venture to say eight to 10 times the number of sessions to make the same amount that I make with one session using the Blooms model. Wow. Okay. So how far into your journey or how far into the last 12 months did you discover the blooms? Well, that was the blessing of it all really is that I was already advertising minis. I was already advertising, you know, spring minis. I was advertising graduation minis last spring before the pandemic hit. And I really wasn't getting a lot of traction. You know, of course I just attribute it to the fact that I was new and my name wasn't out there yet. You know, people didn't know my work, but once I did their webinar, I really realized the value of printed artwork. And so my whole focus changed and I was able to be a lot more specific about just my ideal client and what I was going to offer, my experience. Nice. So how long into your journey was it that you actually found Philip and his webinar? 
Yes. So, so basically it was very early on. I want to say it was like April of 2020. Okay. And you started in something like March, did you? I did. I established my LLC in March. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So a month into the journey. So what kind of revenue have you done in the last 12 months? I would say somewhere probably around 13,000. Nice. And is that more or less than what you would have expected when you started? Well, if you consider the number of sessions I've done, I would think that it would be, it's more than I would have expected for the number of sessions that I've actually photographed. Great. So you went in thinking that you're going to be charging $150 a session and giving away five digital files. Correct. Right. Which would mean that I would have to photograph, you know, let's say to make $1,000 over 10 clients for sure. But what's happening is with their model and, you know, they do teach this in the class that their average sale is about $800. And what I do is charge a session fee on top of that. And so my average sale, including that is anywhere from, I would say 800 to a thousand dollars, which I know in the grand scheme of, you know, six figure photography is not substantial, but when you're just starting a business to turn around that much money on it, you know, one portrait session, whether that's a 25 minute mini session up to like a two hour, I do an ultimate session as well. To me is pretty amazing. Absolutely. I mean, if you're averaging a thousand dollars, it's within the realms of reason that you could do or generate two sessions a week, which would give you a six figure business. Exactly. Exactly. And that's kind of where I'm headed. I actually just resigned from my nursing job last Wednesday because I told my husband, I I did bring in, in the month of April, almost $5,000. Wow. And I think for the first time, his eyes were opened. I'm also about to pivot my portrait business to weddings. And so again, it's just, it's investing in that education and, you know, doing the work that's required. And it's very time intensive right now. It's just me. I'm not outsourcing anything, although I do plan to start outsourcing my editing and eventually anything else, you know, album design. I've talked with Melissa at Align Album Design. And so I do plan to start outsourcing, you know, as my revenue grows. But at the beginning, when you're trying to put all these processes in place, it takes a tremendous amount of time. And that is why the Blooms class has been so instrumental because it literally lays out a step-by-step framework, a plan that you can do. And I mean, I haven't even, because again, I've been juggling five children, so family life and then nursing and a portrait business, I have not been able to devote the time that I feel like would be necessary to really be generating that type of income consistently, which is why I'm no longer going to be nursing. So to answer your question way back from the beginning of the interview, my goal now is to eventually solely focus on photography. Wow. What a big move. So how nervous (laughs) were you going in to hand in your resignation? Well, you know, I just really, um, I knew it was the right move. You know, you can imagine with five children that life is already, you know, very chaotic, (laughs) but adding a job and I traveled, I, you know, I might have to travel almost two hours one way to see a patient. And then, you know, that I'd have to travel that far back after having a patient visit. And then if everything didn't go as planned, I might have to go back again the next day. And it was just, it was very complicated to keep 
all of the balls in the air. I think that the last month having generated that much income, I think really was very eye-opening to my husband. I think it was more him that was nervous to take the leap, which is understandable, but I really believe in the ability to be able to do this. And I think that when you invest in education and you invest your time and you serve people well, the results are possible. For sure. And when you say that you had a revenue of $13,000 for the last 12 months, it sounds like it's sort of started really, really small and slow when it's sort of now it's going up a ramp for you to have done $5,000 in April. Exactly. Right. I do think that because, you know, I did the class in April. And so through the summer, I had some sessions here and there, I was still working. And then in the fall is kind of when I feel like it really started to pick up as far as with mini sessions, with people wanting Christmas cards, print sales. And then, yeah, I feel like, you know, I do. I think it's going to be like the snowball effect. And I feel like, you know, the blooms give you so many wonderful ways to market, to connect with small businesses, to build those relationships. And I feel like that, again, it takes time. And so now that I'm able to focus and have a more focused plan, I feel like that's just going to continue the effect of what's already it's what's already started. Nice. So one thing I'm curious about that you said is you're going to pivot into weddings. Now, when I hear the word pivot, to me, that's a total change. You're going to drop everything else and focus on weddings, but I'm guessing you're going to add it to what you're doing now. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. I do want to focus the majority of my time on weddings. I have second shot a few weddings and Southern weddings. (laughs) They, They are very magical and dreamy. There's something about Southern weddings that I love. And I just love, um, you know, it's a long day. It can be grueling, but There is something very special about being invited into a couple's life to capture one of the biggest moments of their lifetime. And so I hope to be able to have that be the majority of my work, but I definitely still plan to do mini sessions because as Philip said, I mean, it's definitely kind of, it can be the hub that's running your business in the background. And yeah, I may move away from some things that I'm doing. And maybe not do as many newborns and things that take a lot more time that are a little more tedious to focus on weddings. I just know that I'm not going to be able to do everything well. And I would really like to have a niche and be really good at that. And then if I need to do other things as well, do those. But mini sessions will definitely, I do love photographing mini sessions. So if you look at your April, Stephanie, and that $5,000 turnover, how much of that came from mini sessions? I would say I did have two ultimate sessions. So that was from three mini sessions. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what I don't understand is why you would consider moving into what I understand that the beauty and the glamour and the, the prestige of, you know, photographing a wedding and getting invited into that scene with a couple. But business wise, if these minis are producing so much income for you, why would you move into weddings? Well, I think that eventually weddings would be profitable as well. I mean, I know that I initially would probably need to start out at the lower end of weddings, maybe like in the, I'm thinking the 2,500 to 4,500 range, but I would hope that with education experience, vendor relationships that I would quickly move out of that category. So yeah, you know, I don't want to just stay put at a low price point for weddings. And the other thing is too, is, you know, I have found that mini sessions are fairly seasonal. A lot of people book minis in the spring and then they book them again in the fall. 
I know Philip has great ideas in his course about portrait, um, like portrait parties where you can find an ideal client that has a beautiful home or a beautiful landscape. And then you can have them invite all of your, their friends. I have a not, that's actually, he interviewed Lori Nordstrom, who is wonderful. I've taken some of her education as well on these parties, but I have not implemented that. I could see where if you are fully maximizing all of the information in the maximizing minis class, and you do have a mini session event, you get to the place where you have a mini session event, you know, once a month and you are generating a $10,000 weekend, then yeah, you're absolutely right. Why would you be trying to book numerous weddings a year? So is that what you think? Like, is this where you, are you undecided or are you pretty committed to the wedding side of things and seeing how the minis play out? No, I think I'm committed to both at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really like, I really do love wedding photography. We did have a wedding photographer. I wish that my own wedding photography would have been better. And I love the idea of offering an experience both in my mini sessions and in weddings. And so I think that I would be able to serve people well in both areas. Nice, nice. I want to go into a bit more detail in the mini sessions in just a second, but you mentioned ultimate sessions. So what are they? Because they seem to be equally as possible or as profitable as your mini sessions. Right. So Philip and Eileen, one of the things that they do really well, I feel like, is that they break down every part of the process. And so one thing that they really talk about is pricing and they go into that and they really encourage you to not to undervalue your work and not to undervalue giving your client an experience and serving your clients really well. And so on their pricing guide that they give you in the mini sessions, they do share their mini session prices, their mini session packages, but then also what they charge for a full session and a newborn session. So basically I've kind of just adapted that. And so, you know, a full session would just be what is considered my standard session, which is $150 for an hour of coverage and then two outfit changes, one location. And then an ultimate session is really more of an experience. It starts at $200 for 90 minutes and you can add locations and you can add outfits. But basically at 90 minutes, you're going to get three locations, three outfits, 90 minutes of coverage. And so especially for a senior that really wants to showcase their personality, I just did a a senior session recently and I had her in the middle of a field of hydrangeas out on a farm when at sunset and she was painting, you know, she had started a, a painting. She's an artist. She had already started the painting and she was finishing the painting. Hydrangeas were in her vase of flowers. And so it was just, it was gorgeous. It looked like a piece of art, but art in the background with the lighting and the flowers, it was just absolutely breathtaking. So those sessions really allow me a lot of freedom and time to spend more time with the clients as well. So when a client gets in contact with you, have they usually already decided on what they want, you know, whether it's a standard, a mini or, a, you know, one of these more involved sessions, an ultimate session, or are you sort of on the phone talking them into or leading them down a certain path? It depends. So my mini session events, I do create like a marketing board and then I have a landing page. So they kind of are funneled into filling out a contact form. And then I go ahead and I do follow the Blooms protocol, which is basically email scripts where you contact the client, send them your pricing menu, 
And then they have a button where they can pay their mini session fee and then sign their contract. So that's kind of basic. But if somebody just inquires with me, it depends. You know, sometimes I do pick up the phone and we have a conversation. And then sometimes I will send just basically a reply. But the way that I do it is always trying to add value and also be really clear that I'm a full service photographer and that I serve my clients through boutique albums. And for something like a senior session, I would say double-sided wallets, mounted portraits. Like I'm very clear that I'm about giving them an experience that is going to showcase their personality and what's important to them. And I tell the client that upfront. I don't just send my prices. I try to add value and show how I'm going to serve them. And then I encourage them, I refer them to my website where my packages and my session fees are outlined and what they include is outlined. And then we kind of go from there. Nice. I like it. I like it. One of the things I'm hearing from you is how involved you are personally and the way you're running your business, according to the way that Blooms have taught. Now, from my experience, so many photographers and people going into business you know, they start down the road following one photographer, one educator, and then there's all this noise from other photographers, other educators. Yes. <laughs> you seem to have the blinkers <laughs> on. And is that right? Do you have the blinkers on and you're just sticking with the blooms? Well, you know, I will say that is probably one of the most difficult things. Being a new photographer is every time you scroll through Facebook or Instagram, (laughs) you're bombarded with a million sponsored Facebook ads with somebody trying to tell you something or sell you something. And even free education, there's usually a sell at the end. And so I think that was one of the reasons I felt very grateful to have stumbled upon the bloom so early is because I feel like the way they run their business, their philosophy, their mentality, their focus on serving fewer people well is right in line with the way that I run my personal life, what I value. And so I think when you can connect with an educator, I also really like Caitlin James. I like a lot of her wedding and her editing courses and her posing courses. And it's the same thing, you know, just a different genre. I think that when you can find somebody that you connect with on a business level, but also a personal level on a values level, it's easier to put the blinders on. It's not to say that I don't learn from other photographers. I do have this tendency, you know, to say, okay, well, let me make sure that this is one way. I know there are probably many ways to do something well. And so I have researched a shoot and burn model. How do you upsell? But at the end of the day, I have to look at my life and every photographer has to do this. Look at their life. Look at the bucket analogy. Like how many buckets do you have? How full the capacity are they? What can you do well? For some people, they might not want to have people into their home. I don't have a studio yet. They might not want to have people into their home, welcome them and show them printed artwork, show them albums you know, help them design walls. They may not want anything to do with that. And they may be better served in that situation by a shoot and burn model. Although personally, after researching both, I feel like eventually the burnout rate would be higher because you just have to do so much more volume to- For the same revenue. Make the same sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
so when you're scrolling through your Facebook feed and you see these other ads, <laughs> for, <laughs> do you click through or do you think, you know what, I'm happy doing what I'm doing? I tell myself I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And honestly, I'm very grateful because I feel like a lot of the educators that I, you know, have watched just say, I went down the wrong road for 10 years or, you know, that's their story. I went through this and this and this and this, and then I learned these things and it's helped me. And so I just feel really, really grateful that I found a way that works so early on. And it's so bizarre to me to think that somebody's going to spend $1,200 on a session and an album and portraits. And then when I go to deliver these, because I hand deliver all of my artwork and it's like, instead of being like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I just spent $1,200. They are like, it's like Christmas and they invite me into their home and they want to open it in front of me. And then they like post it all over social media, you know, down to the little boxes that I deliver, like the USB drives and the, just the packaging is what I mean. Like they get excited about how things are packaged or it's just, and that brings me so much joy. And I think that if I was doing high volume and just sending over digitals, I would miss so much. And so no, I mean, the honest answer is I don't wonder, is there another way that I should be doing this or would I be happier the other way? That's so good. It gives you I guess a sense of calm, knowing that you're following it and heading in the right direction. It makes life so much easier for you. Yes. Um, tell me about the minis. So I spoke in detail and in depth last week with Philip and, you know, it looks like from what I can see, you're doing exactly what he teaches. You know, he, he advertises $49 mini sessions a couple of times a year or whenever he needs to. Right. And so you're doing the same thing. You're running promos, it looks like on Facebook and Instagram. Is that where your clients are coming from? Yes, I would say that that is correct. You know, he does a whole section on Facebook ads in his PDF. He tells you how to do them. I have not ventured, and that's the pretty amazing thing. I have not ventured into any paid advertising. Wow. So a lot of the way that, you know, I feel like people have found me is primarily word of mouth. So I'm really excited to see what happens because I am going to start doing paid advertising. I just haven't had time to really invest in you know, that's a whole nother (laughs) ball of wax. So just figuring that out and doing it well, I like to do things well when I do them. (laughs) I'm a little type A, all or nothing type personality. And so I have not ventured there yet. But yes, I am primarily advertising on social media, but not paid advertising. Okay. So you basically have a a post or an ad, if you like, the same that you're running, say, for example, your full mini sessions. And I click through a link or a link in your bio and I go to a landing page, I imagine. Correct. Right. And then it's interesting the way the Blooms structure their page because they have you submit a booking request, which is very different than a way a lot of photographers do things. They will usually, a lot of photographers have you fill out a contact form where they get on the phone and they'll see what your needs are and then they'll discuss pricing. But the Blooms actually have people submit a booking request and inform clients that this doesn't mean you're locked in, you know, any of that. It just means this is the time I'm available. And once you do that, then you receive a pricing menu and a contract for you to review. And again, you have the opportunity to review the pricing menu and review the contract before you make a commitment. So it's interesting. And then they hold that spot for 24 hours. 
So it does create some scarcity, which is wonderful. And then, you know, if the client books and submits everything, they stay on your schedule. And if they don't, that spot is released. You communicate with the client and then it's released to the public. But they go ahead and get clients to book their spots initially. Right. Okay. So what you're saying is I go to your landing page from one of your ads or your posts and I can see on that landing page, there's a a button to book now. And then I'm going to go to another page, which is going to ask me for my personal information, uh, email and phone number. And then I'm going to have to choose one of the time slots that you have available. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And then, so when I click through there, that's when I'm going to receive pricing information and details about. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so that's so wonderful, in my opinion, because then you have the opportunity to add value. It's not like you're just showing them your prices, but they know nothing about what you offer. Then you can talk about, like, one of the things that I really focus on on my website is just really having people think through the fact that. When you have artwork on your walls, you are enjoying that artwork every day. You're being reminded of those memories. When you have an album on your coffee table, you're going to pick it up. You're going to look at it with your kids. You're going to relive that story, whether it's a mini session or your wedding, you have it in front of you versus, you know, I've talked to so many families, so many friends. And I know personally, just in the advent of the digital age, the digital camera, the affordable ones came out right when I had my daughter around 2003 is when I probably purchased my first Canon digital point and shoot. And sad to say, the majority of my images are not printed and in albums like my parents' generation and my grandparents' generation, they are buried in file folders on my hard drive. And so it's just really getting people to consider When I have had portraits done that I have received images from, where are those? What have I done with them? And so whenever you are able to send that initial email, you're really able to be very upfront about what you're about and what you offer, you know, and then they can see your prices. So you get to talk about that some. So when you deliver that first email, so let's say I pick my time for my full mini session. I get that email from you. Is that a video then of you talking about these things or is this all in writing? Premium members of Photobiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. So if we talk in 12 months' time, where would you like or where do you see yourself being business-wise in 12 months? Well, my goal is this year I would really like to at least replace about half of an average nursing income. I think that would be phenomenal, you know, phenomenal goal. And within five years, I would really like to replace my husband's income so that he can retire. I do have big dreams. I mean, I've seen the six-figure photographers. I've seen the possibilities as far as with selling printed artwork and booking weddings at a higher price point, many sessions, but I just want to, I want to also be realistic. I know that a lot of times on the surface, things appear grand, but it takes a lot of work behind the scenes to make those things happen. They just don't, they don't happen overnight. And there's just a lot of hard work that goes on to make that actually a reality. Absolutely. Well, look, let's stay in touch. Let's touch base again if we haven't, you know, in the meantime, but in 12 months time and let's get an update on how you're going. I'd love to do that. I would love that. That would be so good. 
Stephanie, this has been such a pleasure talking to you. It's been so wonderful to hear about your business, how it's growing so fast. And look, massive thanks for coming on and sharing everything you did. If you want to say a goodbye, this is your chance to practice your British accent, which I know that you love. (laughs) Goodbye, Andrew. (laughs) So nice talking to you. Thanks so much, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Stephanie as much as I did. Stephanie, if you're listening, again, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing everything you did. I love how motivated and excited you are about your business. I love the success that you've already had, and I'm looking forward to hearing how things go over the next 12 months as you add weddings to what you're doing and to hear if the mini sessions are still playing such a vital part in your business as they are today. So again, Stephanie, massive thanks for coming on. For you, the listener, I do hope you got a ton from what Stephanie had to share. If you have a follow-up question for Stephanie, you can hit her up in the comments area of the show notes. And this week, they are at photobizx.com forward slash 422. Now, in those show notes, I've got examples of her beautiful work. I've got links to anything and everything that she mentioned. It's all there in that one spot. In addition to that, if you are a premium member, I'll be adding Stephanie into the members Facebook group so you'll have easy access to her there if you have a question or you just want to say thanks for coming on and sharing what you did. That just about wraps up this episode of the podcast. If you were following on from last week and you heard that Linda and I had sold our house, well, I'm happy to say we actually found a house, we made an offer, it was accepted, and we are absolutely delighted to be moving to Terrigal. (laughs) That's right. We are moving down the road from where we are now, a little closer to the beach into a beautiful little community. It's a place that we've had our eyes on for years and we are just so happy that a house came up for sale in this little complex. We won't be settling until September, the middle of September, but I can tell you (laughs) Linda has gone crazy on Marketplace. The furniture is going out of the house like crazy. Our mattress is on the floor already. She sold our bedroom furniture, our bed. There's been garbage collections already and the packing has begun. (laughs) So yeah, we are really excited. Well, not about the moving part or the packing part, but we're excited to be moving to a new home in the coming future. Alrighty, that is it for me for this episode of the podcast. Hope you are safe and well. Hope things are busy for you where you are. Not if you're in Sydney at the moment because we are on lockdown. It looks like Melbourne and Brisbane may be following as well. I hope that's not the case and I do hope business is running as usual for you. All right, stay safe and well and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 